Next on the 5 o'clock report. I'm a little annoyed. It was delayed and delayed again. They think the law doesn't apply to them. No water for two years and then more water than we got in two years and 24 hours. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. A key ruling from the U.S. Supreme Court this morning. That's our top story. A unanimous ruling allowing New York State to continue enforcing strict new gun control measures amid an ongoing legal challenge. That means New York's ban on guns in sensitive areas like schools, parks, and Times Square will remain in place for now. The state is also allowed to require gun license applicants to show good moral character. In what appeared to be a unanimous decision, the U.S. Supreme Court denied a request from a group of gun owners owners to immediately pause the state's regulations. However, two conservative justices say the case still has merit, even though they didn't intervene. Natalie Migliore reporting out on paper that ruling also bans guns in churches, a ruling some pastors have protested for security reasons. Some sheriffs around New York State say they don't plan on enforcing the state's wide-ranging gun restrictions. I'm a little annoyed. Well, that's common. Flying has become an exercise in patience lately. It was delayed and delayed again and delayed again and delayed again and finally canceled. With Ouch. Still unclear exactly what caused a full FAA ground stop this morning. It's the first one since the 9-11 attacks. The mystery FAA stoppage led to thousands of flight delays that are continuing this afternoon. I think you'll see airlines make the sacrifices today as far as delays and cancellations so that they're ready tomorrow CBS's, for a normal day. CBS's Chris Van Cleve, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, says there's no indication it was a cyber attack, though he hasn't ruled it out either. These passengers know it's just been a big pain. I'm going to ask if they can rebook maybe with a different airline. I think it might just be stuck. It's just really disappointing. We had to completely change our plans. By the way, if you had to get a hotel room or rental car due to that stoppage, you won't get reimbursed. NBC reports the airlines aren't going to pay for the FAA system failure. In fact, the computer glitch will probably fall under a, quote, act of God. They think the law doesn't apply to them. Republicans demanding answers after sensitive government records found at President Biden's former office. Why did they treat President Trump totally different than DOJ? Why did they raid? This is a man that's been in office for four, more than 40 years. This is a man who prides himself on knowing all this. Why does he treat people different? House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. CBS's Robert Costa spoke with former Vice President Mike Pence. Would you like to see a special counsel or not for the Biden papers? I think the Biden papers should be dealt with precisely the same way that President Trump's papers have been dealt with and examined with the same thoroughness and carefulness. But would you acknowledge these aren't equal episodes? I would say, Bob, they're different in degree, but not in kind. There are reports this afternoon from Fox News that a second batch of wayward Biden documents may have been found. And Another day, another deluge in normally sunny California. This woman struck by the irony of it all. No water for two years and then more water than we got in two years and 24 hours is not the business. Meanwhile, this woman owns a farm that was overrun by mud. It was up to our knees running over the road. And this man watched rescue operations at a massive sinkhole. It's a, a true miracle that they're not more injured. Four people were hauled out of that hole after their cars plummeted into it Monday night. There are 17 deaths statewide so far in California. The damages caused by that series of storms dating back to New Year's could reach a billion dollars. And yet another bomb cyclone expected to hit California this weekend. Were you set down? 
I will not. New York Republicans calling on Congressman George Santos to resign after he lied about his background, but he says he's not going anywhere. Joseph Cairo chairs the Nassau County Republican Party in Santos's home base. He says Santos went way too far when he fabricated a story about his grandparents fleeing the Holocaust. His fabrications went too far. Many groups were hurt. Specifically, I look at those families that were touched by the horrors of the Holocaust and feel for them. Several House members today also calling for Santos to step down. Students returning to classes at the University of Idaho for the first time since the knife slangs of four students in an off-campus house. CBS's Lily Luciano. Madeline Pollock are still on edge. I'm very paranoid, so I kept a lot of my safety still up. 18-year-old twins Owen and Olivia West say the crime transformed campus life. I had never, like, originally walked with, like, a knife or, like, my keys between my fingers before. 28-year-old Brian Koberger of Pennsylvania has been charged with those crimes. He's expected back in an Idaho courtroom sometime this week. The nation's schools facing a financial crisis. School districts are being swamped by unpaid student lunch debt, according to a new survey from the School Nutrition Association, a school food trade group. The federal government stopped providing free meals to all public school students three months ago. That was a pandemic financial relief program. CBS's Jim Crisula. The nation's COVID public health emergency has been extended. The Biden administration renewing it as a new Omicron variant spreads. The new XBB 1.5 subvariant could cause another wave of hospitalizations over the winter. And the Girl Scouts are out with their annual new cookie flavor. This one's called Raspberry Rally. It's somewhat similar to a Thin Mint cookie, but with raspberry. It's only available online to help Girl Scouts learn e-commerce skills. Girl Scout cookie season runs through April. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, Hamlin out of the hospital. We'll have the latest on the Bill's miracle comeback. Fire claims a popular Pennsylvania restaurant and first responders looking back at how they dealt with the blizzard of 22. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life regional weather forecast. Some messy weather is on the way for the night tonight, mainly cloudy. A spot of white snow or wintry mix in a few places with low temperatures in the lower 30s for most. Now, for tomorrow, it's cloudy and breezy with occasional rain, beginning as a wintry mix, though, in parts of central New York and the eastern southern tier. The high 41 to 46. Then on Friday, it's cloudy, and it turns colder with rain flipping to snow. Accumulations likely in western New York and northwest Pennsylvania as temperatures drop. By the end of the day, readings are in the 20s and 30s. All right, thank you very much, Kevin Williams. Now checking the stories, making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. Hamlin out of the hospital and Tua out of the game. The big news for Buffalo Bills fans and everyone else praying for Bills safety, Damar Hamlin, is that he's been discharged from Buffalo General Medical Center and is now back home, continuing his post-cardiac arrest recovery there and with the team. Team, former Bills QB and cancer survivor Jim Kelly weighing in. Prayer is real. Miracles are real. I'm still here because it was a miracle when it gave me less than 10% chance of living. And you saw what they had to do to DeMar on the field. And now where he's at now. Meanwhile, their upcoming opening round playoff opponent, the Miami Dolphins, have already ruled out their starting quarterback, Tua Tagovailoa, as he continues to recover from multiple concussions. And with their backup QB, Teddy Bridgewater, still on the DL, nursing an injured pinky in his throwing hand, well, that makes third stringer Skylar Thompson the expected starter in Orchard Park on Sunday. Also news on social media today, that Bill's radio voice, John Murphy, is progressing in his recovery from a stroke, working through daily speech and physical therapy. 
therapy sessions and that he hopes to begin seeing some visitors in the near future. Good to hear that. A court appearance for a former New York State police sergeant accused of warning criminals that law enforcement was on their case. Wham News reporter Cheyenne Walker at the courthouse in Rochester. Thomas Loki walked in silence into the Monroe County Federal Courthouse. According to the criminal complaint, Loki tipped off an individual referred to as Target One, who allegedly had an illegal gambling business. The feds say Loki intentionally and unlawfully shared information about the investigation with Target One. Prosecutors have not released names or details about the gambling ring other than saying it was allegedly operating out of an auto detailing shop. New York Governor Kathy Hochul outlining her legislative priorities in Tuesday's State of the State. I'm proud to stand here and say that the state of our state is strong, but we have work to do. We prove to the world that when New York gets knocked down, we always always get back up. The governor mentioning linking future minimum wage hikes to inflation and said the state must take action to make housing more affordable and streets safer. Uh, you know, these speeches, state of the state, no matter what level, normally all hat, no cattle. That's the reaction of Shimon County Executive Chris Moss, who tells WETM. Upstate, when the governor talks about it, normally means Rochester, Buffalo, Syracuse. But as you look at Binghamton and Elmira, with one of the highest unemployment rates in the state, we'd like to see, you know, what are you going to do to solve these issues? Moss says he did find encouraging her plans to bolster the state's mental health network. Today is Human Trafficking Awareness Day. New York has the fourth most cases of any state in the nation, trailing only California, Texas, and Florida. Pennsylvania ranks ninth in the nation for the most reported cases. So just who are these traffickers? It could be friends. It could be family. Um, it could be someone that someone has met online. Katie Rhodes with Catholic Charities calls human trafficking no less than a form of modern-day slavery. People that are isolated, alone, young people that might be looking to fit in, looking for love, they can be high targets for human trafficking. And it's not just a big city problem either, says Rhodes. A lot of trafficking victims work on farms, construction sites, and even in the restaurant business. So it's very important that people are aware of some of the signs of the red flags. The advent of social media has exacerbated human trafficking, Rhodes says, when it comes to victims. They get into a situation where they're trafficked and they don't know how to get out. And that's one of our biggest things is we want people to know there are resources, there are people they can talk to, all confidential, all free services to help them get out of these situations. Today's awareness campaign comes as New York state lawmakers propose the legalization of prostitution. Bad idea, says Katie Rhodes. I think it just leads us into a place where people can be bought and sold, and that is a problem. Pro-family forces say the proliferation of pornography is also resulting in more human trafficking. Fans of a family restaurant in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, grieving today. The Hershey Farm Restaurant and Inn destroyed in a Tuesday fire. Many patrons from the Strasburg Township area viewed the restaurant as a community center, including Tracy Jones. It's like coming home every week to see our friends. The owners sent out thanks to the community for the prayers and support and to firefighters for their efforts. Jones says the appreciation goes both ways. We are with them and in prayer for them and... Just, we love you guys. Investigation into that fire's cause continues, but officials say rooftop maintenance work might have been behind it. The demands of work make it hard for parents to be in the stands cheering on their kids as they succeed on stage or on an athletic field. Now a couple of Pennsylvania politicians are working to change that. Representatives Donna Bullock and Elizabeth Fiedler are seeking their colleagues' support for a bill requiring employers to give eligible parents eight hours of unpaid leave a year to attend school-related activities. 
Bullock and Fiedler say students with engaged parents or other caregivers earn higher grades and test scores, have better social skills, and show improved behavior. Terry Diener, Family Life News. Thanks, Terry. The Pennsylvania Department of Human Services warning that some people are receiving text messages that an EBT card is about to expire with a reference number attached. After the individual responds, though, they're asked to give personal information. The legit agency will never ask about EBT, SNAP, or any other public assistance program in a random call or text. And three weeks into official winter, and most of the listing area is in a snow drought. Buffalo, which went through that horrific Christmas week blizzard, though, is a big exception. Of course, the Queen City off to its snowiest start to winter ever, even though a lot of that snow has actually melted since. Those two epic lake effect events last month brought over 100 inches of snow to Buffalo. On Monday, first responders got together to share some stories about how they did battle with the blizzard of 22. What was it like? Chaos. We were out through periods of absolute zero visibility. It was like nothing I've ever seen. We went sleepless nights, nonstop around the clock. The family from downstate, they had an 18-month-old child, and they, they were trapped in the car for over 24 hours. You only have one option, to, and that's to do it. So get it done. Erie County Sheriff's deputies describing what it was like for them to brave the elements while searching for those in need of rescue. 44 people died in the blizzard of 22, the worst ever storm in western New York. All right, your nightly market report is up next. It's brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. It was another day of green on Wall Street. There appears to be a general optimism over tomorrow's Consumer Price Index report that will gauge the current state of inflation. Weekly job numbers will also come out before the bell so there will be plenty of information for analysts to digest. Etsy and Amazon both big winners today both gaining about six percent. Oil jumping up two dollars closing near $78 a barrel. The Dow gaining 268, the S&P 500 up 50 and the Nasdaq 189 points higher. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at AmbassadorAdvisors.com. Thank you, Dave. This is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. How often does your family eat out or get takeout? It sure is convenient, but can your budget take it? Hi, I'm Rob West with today's Faith and Finance Minute. Here are some ways to keep dining out within your spending plan. Try sharing a meal. Most restaurants allow you to split an entree and salad. Portions are often too big anyway, so divide your entree in two. Your budget and waistline will thank you. Another way to cut costs is on the first page of the menu, appetizers. Get one as an entree with a side salad and you've got your meal, saving a few dollars. And one more idea, a family of four can usually save around $10 just by ordering water with the meal, not soft drinks. You'll enjoy the food more knowing it's not breaking the bank. Discover the best Christian financial articles, podcasts, and videos by visiting our website, faithfi.com, or by downloading FaithFi, Faith and Finance from your app store. All right, coming up on the 5 o'clock report, just when you thought it was sunk, well, it's back. Is there anyone there? Yes, what you see? Iceberg, right ahead! Thank you. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life regional weather forecast. Some messy weather is on the way. Rain going back to snow as we progress through the next couple, three days. In the meantime, for the night tonight, mainly cloudy. A spot of white snow or wintry mix in a few places with low temperatures in the lower 30s for most. Now, for tomorrow, it's cloudy and breezy with occasional rain. Beginning as a wintry mix, though, in parts of central New York and the eastern southern tier. High temperatures, though, reaching into the 40s. Then on Friday, it's cloudy. 
and it turns colder with rain flipping to snow. Accumulations likely in western New York and northwest Pennsylvania. Temperatures Friday dropping by the end of the day. Readings are in the 20s and 30s, and it's a cold weekend, but with clearing skies. All right, thank you very much, Kevin William. And finally at 5, it's the unsinkable movie. Get ready for her to fly again, for hearts to go on, and for Jack to never let go because the major 1997 blockbuster film is coming back to theaters in celebration of its 25th anniversary. Titanic returns to theaters on Valentine's Day weekend. Of course, the remastered version includes a new 2023 trailer. Titanic, you might recall, won 11 Academy Awards back in 1997. It's the third highest grossing film of all time, trailing Avengers Endgame and Avatar. That's the world we live in for Wednesday, January 11th, 2023. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Mark Webster, Family Life News.